beautiful business people or hello whatever time of day <laughs> I sometimes forget that I'm supposed to be talking like this is evergreen but since it's my documented journey and today is September 2nd at the time I'm recording this it is what it is you know that it's September 2nd so it doesn't really matter what time of day and somebody the awesome I really don't care like it's okay you get it so a couple of things that I wanted to catch up on today, and I'm going to just continue to keep you in the loop because things are happening so fast and furious, it's crazy. And I want to recap how our mastermind went down last night, our first uh, webinar talking about our virtual assistant company, Workify, and the value that it brings to entrepreneurs and businesses. Essentially, anybody who doesn't have a lot of time or not enough time to do their big picture stuff because they're stuck in the day-to-day minutiae, the, the maintenance items, the things that are repetitive. At any rate, I woke up, well, I saw this email yesterday from Buzzsprout, which is who I host my podcast through. For me, I really, you know that I've had 321 No Kidding, that's my other podcast, and it's focused on gambling recovery. And it's been live since the end of November. And what Buzzsprout was podcasting on was was your stats on like how, what percentile are you in according to their figures for podcasting? And I've, I've been beating myself up, you know, most of the time because my numbers just didn't seem that fabulous. And I was getting hung up. I'm a numbers girl. So I'm, I'm very into, you know, trends and, and those kinds of things to measure my performance. It's just how my brain works. Well, I was very curious and I never got a chance to listen to it yesterday. So I, I woke up this morning and it was like hot on my brain. I was like, well, I want to make sure I understand their stats correctly. And the reason I'm telling you this is not to brag or anything like that. I'm sharing this because I'm going to share with you a strategy of why my results are the way they are and also call you out or I'm calling myself out in front of you. I had this limiting belief that, you know, oh, I won't have enough traction on my show. It's such a small niche. The volume won't be there. Like we get these thoughts. I'm not performing as well as, you know, the Pat Flynn's of the world or whoever this Joe Rogan guy is. No offense, Joe Rogan, I just haven't listened to your show. I don't have time. And I just know that you're at the top of all the lists all the time. So maybe one of these days I'll figure out who you are and what you do. Anyway, just in case you're listening to my show, right, Joe Rogan? I don't, I really don't know who this guy is, guys. At any rate, what happened during Corona? I um I was laying in bed one night and I couldn't sleep. And my brain was just kind of in that racing mode. And I had taken some classes, well, I've taken classes all along, but something that one of the coaches, Pete Vargas, said was get on 30 stages in 30 days. And he defines a stage as, you know, anytime you have an audience, essentially. So it could be a podcast, it could be a real stage, you know, and obviously we're shifting to virtual during this time. So getting on other people's podcasts, getting on your own. He, I think he was more implying other people's stages. However, 
I had my own platform. I had my podcast. So why couldn't I do 30 podcasts in 30 days? So what I ended up doing was I took the ball and I ran with it. And because it was Corona, because it was unprecedented times, because I was working from home, because things were just all awry, I made the decision to record two shows a day. And if you know anything about podcasting, you know that editing is a pain in the ass. It's, it, it can be time consuming because not only do you have to listen to it, you have to listen, stop, clean it up, listen, stop, clean it up. And then after you clean it up, listen again. And that's just my very amateur level of editing. So what I did was I got on and I told my audience, hey, I'm here with you. Like we're all in this corona together and I am going to be here with you day and night. And I literally was with them day and night for, I think, almost 150 days. I think it was like 140 days. And I didn't get the idea until we were like a weekend or I would have, you know, been there for the whole 160 or whatever the length of time was that I've been home from the office. So every morning I got up and I did a reading out of the recovery literature. I put my spin on it. And every night I downloaded the my day or I we did some interactive stuff on social media with letters of the alphabet, you know, like what's a good self-care word that begins with the letter S, you know, we went, we did things like that. I was doing 75 hard. So I needed to read a book, 10 pages of a real book every day. And I had finally started reading recovery Dharma because the challenge made me do it. Now guys, I want to call this out too, is the way my brain works and the way I maximize things and the way I get new ideas is from some of this crossover stuff. So here I am telling you that I was reading this book. It then was multi-purpose where I was able to use it on the podcast and share with my audience because it was great stuff to learn. And actually, I don't routine very well when I read. My mind wanders a lot. So it was absolutely amazing for me to read. I didn't read the book to my audience, but I, I had to digest the material so that I could teach it on the air. and it helped me retain it better. And then fast forward to this past Monday, I stumbled upon one of the groups I'm in was having a recovery Dharma meeting, which it was just like the universe was talking to me. So totally awesome stuff, in my opinion. That part that I'm trying to call out is that you can repurpose things to be efficient and hold yourself accountable and, you know, be smart about those kinds of things. Anyway, where I'm going with this whole stats thing is, so these were the things I was doing. And what ended up happening, I should actually pull it up to tell you the whole truth, was it makes sense if you have more episodes, things are going to, you know, essentially you should have more downloads, even if you only had 10 listeners, if all 10 listeners are like avid fans and they listen to all your episodes, if I was only doing the one a week, those 10 listeners would have listened and I would have got 20 downloads. But because I was doing 14 episodes a week, those 10 listeners are now 140 downloads. See where I'm going with this? So when I kicked off the podcast in November, I had 185 downloads for all of November, which I started late in December. So I guess let's look at December. The first true month was 343 downloads. And I just thought that was horrible. It was less than 100 a week. Are you kidding Like, I want to get to 100 a week at least. So February was 400. January was 457. 
enter March. So I started, I think the last week of March, my two times a day, and I was at 641. So it kind of lined up with the trends of what was going on. Now, I also have to tell you that I've been reading Grant Cardone's, I read his 10X book this past week. This one I did on audio. So I'm reading real books, hard copy, and then the rest is audio while I walk. So I'm reading his and he talks about, you know, going full out, doing it to this optimal level, doing what, you know, the average, you don't want to be average. Don't do what the average guy does. So the average guy might have started a podcast. The average guy might have, you know, where he might not have, if it wasn't Corona, the average guy might have went to two episodes a week. But I have not heard of anyone else that has done it at 14 episodes. You know, like I did it at 14 times, guys. And again, not saying it's a brag, but I want to show you how the effort produces the results. And again, here I am this whole time thinking that I'm not really doing a super job. Like my goal originally was like, if I can get to 10,000 downloads total for the whole year, I'd be like, wow, that would be a super accomplishment. So March was 600. April, we jumped to 1,600. So I gained 1,000 downloads just in that one month. May, it was 1,900. So it's, it's still growing. June, I break the 2,000 mark, 2,500 downloads. July was just phenomenal. And we're at 3,500. So now instead of growing at 100 a month, we're growing at 1,000 a month. And August was 3,300. We just wrapped it up. So I went, I started going back down in August. And, you know, I don't know the rhyme or reason why. And then September, we're off to, it's only two days in and it's a slow start. But I also think that, I don't know this for sure. I feel like based on the trends of the daily listens, like I might have a day that's 20 and then the next day could be 300 downloads. So I think there's something with the way that information feeds in. I haven't been able to prove this. It's just a working theory. But so the moral of the story here is do the work and you'll get the results. That's the first real big takeaway. So 14 times the effort got me, well, I don't know if it was averaging 400 and now I'm at 36, 36 divided by four. So nine, nine times the results, 10 times the results. So I'm pretty excited about that. So fast forward to this morning, I'm like, okay, they recorded this um, episode at Buzzsprout talking about how you can kind of figure out how you're doing in the market. So the total number of downloads in the last 30 days was the benchmark that they used. So this is what they're saying the breakdown is. If you've had, so the last 30 days is essentially what I read to you about the month. So we're, we're at about, even if we were conservative, now that I'm only, I reeled it in and now I'm only doing six episodes a week. I'm No, eight episodes a week. I'm doing it every morning. So I got rid of the nighttime episodes and I'm going to do my weekly regular how I was doing it before. So it'll be regular interviews and that kind of stuff. So doing it that way, do it well, doing it. So August was what? Over 3,000. So let's just call it 3,000 downloads a month. And I don't know really what's going to happen now that I'm down to only eight, eight a week. My, my audience is growing. Like I'm in the 815 cities and 45 countries now. So and we're not quite to a year. So my, I think that we'll stay on, on a trajectory that's pretty positive because still, I don't know how many people are putting out eight episodes a week. So 
If you have, according to Buzzsprout, 98 downloads in the last 30 days, then you're in the top 50% of all podcasts, according to their stats and their data. If in 30 days you did 302 or more, you're in the top 25%. I'm going to round these numbers just because I've thrown a lot of numbers at you. No, I'm not. Yeah, I am. So if you're at about 1,000 in the last 30 days, you're in the top 10%. And to be in the top 5%, you need 2,373 downloads in the last 30 days. So if I'm at 3,000 and 3,500, holy shit, I'm in the top five podcasts of their whole data scheme. And then it jumps, it jumps to 15,000 essentially to be in the top 1%. So I don't know that I'm going to do seven episodes a day to get 50 episodes a week to get, you know, to exponentially grow it. But this was just such a, it was validation. And yeah, you know what? I call myself Bobby the Awesome to remind myself of all the things that I've accomplished and to let people know that it's okay. Like we don't, we got to, we got to combat those negative freaking voices in our heads that keep us down. Mine, a lot of the times was loser. Oh, you're such a loser. Like if I made a mistake, you're a loser. Or even that song, I'd put an L on my forehead whenever I screwed up. Well, I'm not a loser. I'm freaking awesome. I just kicked ass during a pandemic and learned more things in the last six months than I've probably learned in the last six years. And that includes some of my college. So I am Bobby the Awesome. And I am thrilled to know that I'm in the top 5%. And it wasn't just because my topic is all that wonderful. I mean, I'm not appealing to the masses talking about gambling recovery. Hopefully, I get my words to the masses because I want people to understand and learn about gambling addiction and how it impacts our lives and and how it's like invisibly hidden, like it's just there, it's everywhere. I mean, if you're a business person listening to this and you're a, a day trader, let's say, I'm not telling you you're an addict because you, you trade stocks, but maybe there's a slippery slope that you didn't even know that could cross. If, if you're doing the stocks, if it's about the dopamine rush and it's about the action and it's about you can't live without trading, potentially gambling addiction could be hitting you. That's what I'm trying to do is just improve awareness around that. So to know that I'm in the, the top 5%, I'm like freaking flabbergasted. So I'm very excited. I'm very proud of that. Wanted to share it with you. And I didn't even get to the mastermind part of this. So I think since I'm, you know what, I'm gonna, I'll tell you a little about the mastermind. So anyway, so that's, if you're struggling with confidence or you're struggling with like blinders on and not knowing, or you're struggling with moving the needle. Those are the couple things that I want you to take away. Ooh, excuse my yawn. Something about the room I podcast in just makes me yawn. If you... If you're struggling with those things, those are the things I want you to think about from this episode. And since, yeah, since I gave you some nuggets, some big, some big thinking things, I am going to end it there and I'll update you on my, my mastermind when I have a, another time to sit down and chat with you. Um, I got to go continue to work at my day job and uh, it's a hectic day. So I will be back on episode, whatever comes next, six, seven, seven must be next. And we'll talk about how my mastermind went last night. 
So thanks for tuning in. I will talk to you soon, beautiful business people. Bye-bye.